Welcome to a bite-sized blues episode. We are halfway through the season, a lot of things have changed, but some things are still the same. I think. We wanted to give our take on what's happened and where to go from here. Yeah, it's uh, starting to get cold here in Texas, at least for now. Feels yeah. like northern football weather. Uh huh. It's a little chilly. So are the Colts. Yeah, we're uh, three, five, and one. Yeah, not 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 what we envisioned. No, they've already lost uh, as many games as we called them to have at the end of the season before the season started. Yeah. Only one four and one in the division. Mm-hmm. So the best that they can do is two four and one because we said five out of the first seven games were in the division. We know exactly where they stand. Yeah. We know where it is. Yeah. I don't like it. Nope. Not good. Mm-mm. We're 10th in the playoff race. So 10 out of 16, we're 10th. Right. So only three at back. Yeah. But that's going to take a lot of help to get there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Teams they've beaten, though, the Chiefs, the Broncos, and the Jaguars. Yeah. But But we've lost to the Titans twice. Yeah. We got smoked in Jacksonville. Yep. We lost to a heartbreaker in the Commanders. Mm -hmm. We threw a game in Houston and tied it. And then we got demolished by the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah, so they beat the Chiefs. In Lucas Oil Stadium. They beat the Broncos on a short week in Denver, mm-hmm. but... Still got swept by the Titans. We still can't win in Jacksonville. Yeah. And we already lost to the worst team in the best division in the league in Indianapolis. The Commanders from the NFC East. Right. And the biggest issue is they still have the hardest part of the schedule. Yeah. On the road... Against the Raiders, the Cowboys, the Vikings, and the Giants. And the last two biggest games in Luke's Oil are against the Eagles and the Chargers. The Eagles and the Chargers. The undefeated Eagles. So here's my question. Given all that's happened and where things are at, are the Colts waving the white flag? What do you think? Well, it's... I don't want them to. Because obviously it's my team. I want them to do good. Yeah. But with the the current events that have been happening inside the Colts organization, like Frank Reich being fired, for example, uh, I think we might be waving the white flag. Yeah. There's kind of this series of events Mm -hmm. that have been happening. Yeah. Which leads me to another edition of Kevin's Conspiracies. Okay, let's do this. I don't know what the there's got to be some dun, theme dun, music dun. there. Eh, that's that's too common. I feel like there needs to be some sort of like uh, mysterious Kevin's conspiracies music here. We'll come up with some it. Detective but, uh, type of music. Yeah, something. Uh, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's the conspiracy that I got. My conspiracy theory is that Jim Ursay is trying his best to get as good a draft pick as he can get without making it look like that's what he's doing. Okay. Ready? So, here's how it all went down. At After the Titans game, they're 3-3-1. Three, three and one. They're at 500. 
Yeah. Seven games into the season. You still got 10 games left. They decide to make a quarterback change. Mm -hmm. That was after the week where somehow Sam Ellinger mysteriously ended up as QB2 instead of QB3 because we were going to try some stuff in our offense, maybe, with him. So the next week, then he's QB1. So within two weeks, he went from QB3 to QB1. Mm -hmm. Which was all Frank Reich's decision. Yeah. And then the next week after, since they lost that game, uh, on the very last play against the Commanders, now they fired the offensive coordinator. Uh. Even though... Frank is the one that made all the calls and uh, everything like that in game, did kind of ran the offense in game. Mm-hmm. And the same week, they let Hines go for, in addition to another player, a draft pick for next year. Yeah. So their second running back, who actually is not necessarily like a second running back, he's just a different type of running back Mm -hmm. than your number one, got sent off for a draft pick next year. Yeah. And really the real reason why we ended up with a QB1 benching is because we didn't want to have to pay him more than we needed to when we're only at 500, but we sensed that because we had already kind of lost to the Titans twice Mm -hmm. and all these things that we didn't want to have to pay him more if he got injured at 37 years old. See, all these decisions are very Mm business-oriented, which makes me think it's Ursay. And then, since they fired the offensive coordinator, Frank was exposed, which means when things went really bad, especially offensively, like the worst offensive performance ever by the Colts since they've been in Indy. Mm-hmm. Negative two yards of offense in the first quarter. Now Frank gets fired because now there's no other option. And so then they bring in Jeff Saturday. Yeah. Who has a connection, a really good connection to the Colts organization, mm-hmm. but no NFL experience in right. coaching. Not even college experience in coaching. He coached two seasons of high school football for his son's team. Yeah. And had a record just under 500. Mm. Mysteriously, though, Jeff Saturday gets hired two weeks after they had had the Ring of Honor ceremony for Tarek Lynn and all these guys were back in town. So you're telling me that at no point on that Sunday when Jeff Saturday was back and around Jim Ursay, did Jim say, hey, I think we're going to need you. That seems a bit suspicious to me. Yeah, I, I can agree. So... I say that Jim Irsay is doing his best to wave the white flag, tank the season without making it look like 
or seem like he's doing that because apparently all these decisions were made by Frank Reich up until Frank Reich got fired. Mm-hmm. Eh, I don't know about that. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. My last question is, where's Nick Foles? Mm-hmm. Where's Nick Foles? What's the worst thing here? <sighs> worst thing, I don't think it's our record because I've seen people come back from this. Right. Um, I've been saying it all year and I cannot stress it enough. Me being a running back, I know how important blocking is. Your offensive line needs to get fixed. Yeah. You know we have the most expensive offensive line? Doesn't look like it. We have the highest paid offensive line. And you're right. It doesn't look like it. Mm -hmm. I can't disagree with you at all. The offensive line... I believe is the biggest issue. Yeah. What is a good thing? What's the best thing that's happened thus far? Mm. I've seen a lot of bright spots, especially within our special teams. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, our punting has been amazing. Our punt returning slash blocking has been amazing. Um, and Chase McLaughlin has not not done what he's supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, for me, the best thing is special teams. All right. I'm going to say our run defense. I think we've gotten burned a few times, but when you look at it as a whole, uh, even when we've had bad games, they're not terrible, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, That's especially when you consider how much they are on the field, how often they are on the field because of how our offense cannot stay on the field. Yeah. So... Uh, and, uh, you know, so I'm going to go with that. Mm-hmm. Who's your midseason MVP for the Colts? Um, I have to go with Michael Pittman just because of the consistency he's had and everything that he's done for the Colts. All right. Uh, I'm going to go on the defensive side of the ball, third in tackles for the whole of the league, Zaire Franklin. I like it. I mean, uh, with Shaq out, uh, a significant amount of uh, you know uh, of time, mm-hmm. he is stepping up, and you couple that with the fact of he's also doing special teams, mm-hmm. like he's oh, doing yeah. what he was supposed to do from the beginning and continues to do on special teams. So yeah, he's kind of pulling double duty mm-hmm. and still able to do uh, all that work and get all oh, those yeah. tackles. So. So, ready? Yep. Here we go. Rest of the schedule, let's make some calls of what we think coming up for the rest of the schedule. Okay? Okay. All right. Raiders. Win. Loss. Okay. Eagles. Loss. Definitely a loss. Steelers. Win. I think we have to. Uh, at the Cowboys, loss. Yeah, it's a loss. At the Vikings, loss. That's a loss. Chargers, loss. I'm gonna call it a win. Okay. At the Giants, no way we're beating Danny Dimes. That's a loss. <sighs> I get our run defense. Is our good. run defense against Saquon. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. 
but it's so far out and I don't know what's going to happen with Saturday. So I'm going to say loss Houston at home to finish it out. Please. Can we win that game? We must win this game. If nothing else, let's win that game, right? I will take all the rest of them as losses. If we win that game, just so we can get a good draft pick and still beat Houston on the way out because I don't want to lose to Houston. Yes, please. So, a few things from around the league midseason. The main thing, really my only thing, can we eliminate Thursday Night Football? Honestly, what what, are, what have been the good matchups this year for Thursday Night Football? They've had some good, intriguing matchups. They, but haven't, they haven't panned out to be like... Colts, Broncos, okay, right. battle the horses, nice storyline, Peyton. Right. Well, and and you got Peyton's places, but then also you got you know Matt Ryan and uh, Russell Wilson, two quarterbacks that just switched teams. That didn't turn out like that at all. No, I mean you got terrible offense most mm. of the time, and no real schemes, right? Because it's a short week. You don't have time to plan for anything. Vanilla game plans because you just don't have the time to recoup, recover. Mm -hmm. I I saw this stat that more people uh, two weeks ago watched game five of the World Series than watched Thursday night football. Hmm. And it was a good, good sample because we're talking about the same cities were in play. Philadelphia and Houston were both playing in both games. Yeah. More people watched the World Series game five than watched Thursday Night Football. We're talking about baseball versus football. Usually this is not even a match, right? Yeah. Football all the way. More people watched the World Series than Thursday Night Football. Mm-hmm. The best part about Thursday Night are the alternate uniforms. That really has been the best part. Yeah. I mean, you got the white Bengals, you got uh, the battle red helmets of Houston, although that was embarrassing. That, that was just weird. The mat does not fit. It just didn't work. No. No. But, leads me to my next question. Which okay. alternate helmet that's been used this season would you change to be a permanent helmet, if you could? Okay. I have two things here. All right. Two helmets. I it's super hard for me to decide so I'm gonna say both of them. The pumpkin bear helmets, right? No. <laughs> no. We don't need pumpkins in football. They get smashed too easily. Um the black cardinal helmets. Mm-hmm. I like those. And just recently the black Carolina Panther helmets were so clean. Yeah. I love those. I, I we said it since the beginning, the Colts need to do the same thing. Yes. Yes. I don't know if they needed all black uni like that, but uh, like we've said, just switch the white to black. Uh, don't worry about any kind of outline, just black and blue, and that's it. Uh, yeah. And that's how Carolina did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't know about a permanent change like that. I still value the silver helmets of the, uh, of the Panthers. I'm, but I'm definitely with you on the Cardinals. I think the white just kind of feels a little awkward sometimes. It, I'm telling you, it's the it's the optical illusion of the white just makes it look like you got a huge head. 
mm-hmm. I would like to see the Cardinals permanently go to the black helmet. I think yeah. that that would be such a better decision. Mm-hmm. Well, join us next week as we continue our usual antics. I will get a brisket to the face for my terrible prediction of three and one in the last four games. <laughs> Plus, we have another special guest as we look forward to the matchup with the Eagles. Well, this is Liam. And this is Kevin. Reminding you to stay unstable. <laughs>